Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I just wanted to start today's podcast with a... I don't know if that's a goblin or a witch. Uh, that's kind of some kind of evil troll under a bridge. That's, that's what they sound like. Those people with, with football crests and no profile picture on, on Twitter and Instagram. That's what they sound like. Don't worry about them. Don't. Mute the trolls. Don't feed the trolls. Hello everyone, wherever you're listening, whenever you're listening, wherever you're listening to the cover of that one. Yeah, it's uh, Tuesday, the 19th of January. We have, uh, the podcast has begun. This is the podcast. You're listening to it now. Yeah. And uh, when it stops, it'll be over until tomorrow. That's right. But we're basically doing this in case you don't know yet, uh, because, you know, people are maybe not commuting as much as they were. So we just, we we need to feel like people are listening to us. It's our job. They're, they're going outside their 5K in Wicklow. See, there's about 170 people have been done by the... The sugar candies. Yeah. Freeze! Where exactly do you live? What happens... So, if you get stopped by the guards and they ask you where you live, right? Yeah. I mean, you could just say, I live close to here, couldn't I you? I just whip out my letter and go, there you go, essential worker. But you couldn't whip out your letter up the mountains, could you? Yeah, I could. Right, and so what, you're doing essential work up there? Uh, Yeah, going up to the aerials. Okay. Yeah. They wouldn't believe you. And why wouldn't they believe me? I'm a broadcast engineer's assistant. Are you? Yeah, I am today, guard. But that's lying to the guards. You can't lie to the guards. Not really. Yeah. Someone from engineering could say to me, listen, I've left a roll of sellotape up in Three Rock. Can you go up and get it? Also, Jim Nugent, my driver's license mm-hmm. is still registered in my parents' gaff. So if a guard... Why? I just haven't been arsed changing it. But you moved out of that a long time ago. I know, I know. That's, that's an offence. There's two offences, guards. You should arrest him. Port Marnock Beach this afternoon. Watch out for him. Oh, no, that's inside me five. Oh, I, no, 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 no. Arrest you for fraud and going up the double mountains right. and lying to a guard, a <laughs> Gordine. And uh, my my fixed abode address is, is Rathfarnham, so I think I could probably go up the mountains. It's not really 5K. Look, the biggest arrests or whatever, not arrests, fines being in Wicklow. They're not Wicklow people. They're Dublin people. Some of them are Wicklow. They're going to Jouse Mountain. They're going to now, Crew of Woods. Were some of them going up there for extracurricular ah, activities? No, no, they're just going for a walk. No, just going to the Hellfire going for a walk. Hellfire Club. Now the Hellfire Club annoys me because the road that goes actually down the road, like the main road, people just park there like they want to, and it's a really narrow road as it is, and you're blocking people, you're blocking fire engines, the whole lot. Don't know what the actual name of their own. It's the one that goes past O'Kelly's song. Yeah, well, then you deserve to be towed. But um, yeah, all those places are under serious pressure in terms of people. They, they want to go. Like if you're from, let's say you're from Clondalkin, right? Okay, you have the canal. 
but or um, Blanchestown. You're near the Phoenix Park. Maybe that's inside your five k. I'm giving bad examples here. I'm trying to think of somewhere that doesn't have. Well, a, well what a big... I want to know what happens uh, in a bust situation where the guards are about to bust somebody. Like, is it hands on the hood? Is it, you know handcuffs? Ah, no. I, well, I have to do like you. You could do what Nobby does and lies to the guards <laughs> straight away. First thing he thinks of is to light them, or you could just say, "Look, uh, I have to get out. I have to be up the mountains." You see, that excuse won't work. I have to be. I. It's where I go where I need. I need some headspace. What what harm am I doing here, guard? Yeah, I'm just realising. Well, my driver's license then, if it, if it covers me in the Rathfarnham area, it doesn't cover me in the Northside area. So that might be also. What are you doing over here? I can go. I live here. Exactly. Where's so, your address? So when you're on Port Marnock Beach, you're way off. I'm not giving the government extra money for another driver's license. My one isn't up yet, and I will use it to the last day of the letter, fella. Well, any encounters I've had with the guards, they look. Browned off and very situated, you know, so very like generally it's them, um, you know, checkpoints in the rain where they have to lean in with their glass on, their mask on, and say, "Hello, how are you today? Where are you going? What's your what's your purpose of going into town?" Well, they shouldn't lean in. No one should be leaning well, in. They don't. They don't they, in the press, they Not don't even allowed to lean into your missus no, they, at the moment. No, they they lean. They 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 hunker down a bit. Yeah, but they're still further away. Well, the, the video last week on WhatsApp of the guy <laughs> have COVID and his mask on. The guard is like, "Go on, go on, go on." Because <laughs> the guards actually put up a thing on their Facebook saying, "If you're driving to a COVID test, have your window up and your mask on." Yeah, but again, like that's not something to be made light. Sure, of. you could have a body in the boot if that was the case. I'm going for a COVID test. What's the story with breathalyzing? Surely that's a very bre- good question. It Jim. is a very good question. That's why I'm here. I ask very that's good a questions. Very good bloody question. So if you, supposing you're driving along and they say, "Hello, blow into that there," I'm just like, I don't really. Well, want they to give have... you a new tube, right? You see, well, I don't take, want to take the my mask off, off first of all, and I don't want to stick my mouth onto something that I, that you have in your pocket, guard, and I don't, I don't want to blow. <laughs> that's the first time you ever said that. So. I tell you what, actually, will you reply to us on social media? If you're listening to this podcast, have you been breathalyzed since March 2020? Because how does that... Well, like, they'd, have to, they'd have to have everything really super-duper sterilised, but I, I wouldn't feel comfortable. Even but where if does was, the air... So the air goes into the thing that the guard holds. Yeah, yeah. so I suppose that person... So where does that go? Yeah. It's like, is, does the breathalyzer just store all the air forever? No. It must come out the other end when you've after you've blown through it. It must be like litmus paper or something inside or whatever that... You know, can tell. Surely they would, if they if they suspected you of being uh, drugs or alcohol, they would bring you down to the guard station and test you. No, they have to. No, but they have to. Um, On the a, spot. There's a word for it. What's it called? Uh, you know, suspicion of, of suspicion. Yeah, I believe you're. In no, my I, opinion I, that you're intoxicated. Supposing I'm a guard, right? Yeah. Guard at Jim Jim. Hello, and in I'd say the last five minutes. How are you? <laughs> how are you doing? And I. I could stand in the rain and ask people where they're going. No problem. So you definitely like the hat. You'd like the hat. I would like the hat. Yeah. Although most hats don't really fit me very well. I'd say the guard hat would. Anyway, so I I wouldn't really want people blown into my, you know, alcohol unit device breathalyzer, Jim. Breathalyzer. I wouldn't want people. I wouldn't want to be people breathing on me because of what's going on. Very interesting thing about breathalyzers. I was having a Zoom with the lads two Fridays ago. We haven't had one in months. And everyone's sick of Zoom. It's very, very April of you. But it was just, it was like, do you know what? Everyone's, it was January. So yeah, go on, go on. Anyway, half ten turned into half two. There's only two of us left. Me and one of the other lads. And we're going for it. And we're talking absolute waffle. Anyway, the next day, he went for a run. He didn't need to drive. But he has a breathalyzer. Now, you can buy a breathalyzer 
and use it and you know you can spend 80 quid probably more and it's a good one but they have to be calibrated by the guardie so this comes with a health warning you know yeah. whatever you buy you can't take that for granted but it'll probably give you a good indicator anyway we stopped drinking at about half two three o'clock 12 hours later You're still over. his breathalyzer was saying to him you still can't drive wow yeah and he was on the jack and coke so he was going hard. Oh, then that makes total sense because, like, yeah, the spirits. You're talking. You're talking a couple of days. And for I, that before to I even said what he was having, I was talking to me guard and neighbour about this a few days later. He goes, "He must have been on the spirits, was he?" And I said, "Yeah." I didn't even say, "How do you know this?" Of course, I know how he knows the this. The guards know, man. So if, you, but my point is, if you had a few beers, again, I'm not saying you know there is no time and everyone's different, but it, it obviously takes a lot less. So the old hard stuff, the liquor. Yeah, if you if you have spirits, you definitely shouldn't be driving the next day. I mean, if you have a lot of alcohol, you shouldn't be driving no, the next no, day at all, like no. at any point of the day. No, or anything else, by the way. Um, I think the moral of the story, Jim, is podcast story is don't drink and drive and don't lie to the Gardaí. Well, then, uh, then you'd be grand. I'm just worried that it's your first instinct is to just lie. I'm a broadcast uh, a, engineer. Uh, it was a white lie. I am a broad... I, I, I assist some sometimes. Anyway, look, I haven't been up the mountains um, in months. Months and months. I, I have, in fairness, I'm actually, I go to work and I'm respected. Respect the 5K. I am respecting the 5K. Yeah, I respect the 5K as well. Um, So I, you won't find me somewhere that I shouldn't be, to be honest with you. I'd, like we mentioned this yesterday, all the walking places, there's just too many people at the same time. Yeah, it's but... safer I, in a supermarket than down the seafront. I do totally understand that some people just want to get out. They want to smell the trees of the Hellfire Club. Yeah. But if that's not inside your place, then, you know, you're ruined. Like, the worst thing was, imagine they close all those areas and the people who actually are in the five can't mm. go there anymore. That's not fair on them either, you know? Well, look, um, we'll, find, we'll, we'll, we'll get an answer to that. We'll bring it back to you tomorrow. Yeah, I'm just curious to know. It's a very good question. How's yeah, breathalyzing work? Thanks very much. Uh, today, as we record this podcast, is Donald J. Trump. It's John, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Or is it James? It's his last full day in work. What would you say he's doing? You know, like your last I day I saw somebody tweeting, can you bring in games tomorrow? <laughs> Because <laughs> he finishes at 12 He doesn't have to wear his uniform uh, I just hope there's no trouble No That's what I hope I think if he sticks to his word And doesn't go That would help If he's going to be there Some of those lunatics In their hats From the middle aisle In uh, the German supermarkets Will show up again Anyway yeah. well, Hopefully the world Will turn a corner After today Yeah And I mean that in every way Not just The Donald I mean well, he's a big part of it. I think in every way he hasn't been good. In lots of ways he hasn't been good for the world. I know you'll probably find some people in Texas who say he got their jobs back for them. But generally, you know, yeah. the world needs less hate and less, less Donald will hopefully help that. Coming up on today's podcast, we will talk about Pablo Escobar's hippos. We'll talk to the happy pair, David and Stephen Flynn. Uh, we'll have Dish the Dirt. Remote. Where'd you get that? Uh, I got this from He's uh, Sophie Doyle Ryder. Sent oh, did you? It's yeah. actually it's like one of those guard of black note- notebooks. Hello. We'll have some dish the dirt. We'll have some conspiracy theories skit. We'll have uh, chatting about mood food. Why does Nobby hate bananas? We'll start it off as we always do with a look at what's going on in the world today. It is who hooping. Sorry, it's a different word. Hooping down. It's been hooping down all night. So there's a lot of surface water on the roads. Yeah. I wouldn't say I aquaplaned, but like it, I was, I drove through so much water, it actually slowed me down. Yeah, I was glad I had a high wheelbase today. A high wheelbase, like yeah. you I'm so proud. Talking about high wheelbase. Thank you. Well, it's going to have to, osmosis, surely some of it's going to rub off. <laughs> <laughs> Although I still know nothing. 
Uh, so yes, that's, that's if, uh, of course, you can't work from home, that you, you know, you're out. So, um, would you like a couple of f- funny stories? Yeah, I saw the Daily Mirror Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays or something. They're, d- they're doing good news. Well, first of all, good news for you. Is it or isn't it? According to um, the Mirror, Mo, I want to stay for life. This is Mo Salah. Wants to stay at Anfield for the remainder of his career. Remainder of his career. And then another one, according to uh, Star, back page, Mo Salah's thrown down the gauntlet o- over his Liverpool future and insisted they make him an offer he can't refuse. Oh. Well, that's what he's saying. He's saying, make me an offer I can't refuse and I'll stay for life. Stay for life. Bet you wish you'd Harry Kane had said the same. Oh, yeah, he, I think he's fairly loyal. He's had, he's had offers. Yeah. Um, I love this story. A young Waterford girl, she's out, uh, she's on the beach. Uh, she lost her ball. She's on Woodstown Beach in County Waterford last Sunday. Went into the water, disappeared. She loved her ball. Oh. And she even had her name written on it Aoife. And Aoife uh, and her dad, Rory, could only watch as the ball just went out with the tide. She's like, oh, my ball, dad. What could he do? But uh, over the weekend, a woman in the Welsh village of Liahanstud issued a social media appeal after she found the ball on her local beach, no. 200 kilometres away. Yeah. Jesus, last week you'd see it, and now we know you can float to it. <laughs> that, that picture keeps getting floating around. Anyway. That's uh, good. Aileen Denton posted a picture on Facebook of the ball, which had Aoife's name on it. So it's Aoife, I can't see her surname there, it's in her handwriting. And uh, anyway, she wrote on Facebook and said, that's my, that's my ball. So she posted it back. Uh, I'm Aoife's dad. She's 10 years old and we lost her ball in Woodstown Beach in County Ward for last <laughs> Sunday. I went in the water and the tide was going out and all we could do was watch it drift away. Yeah, don't, I showed don't her the grin. picture you posted and she thinks she's famous now. Thanks so much for posting it. just mad that the girl in Wales thought, okay, here's a ball with the name Eva on it and I'll uh, put it online just to see who owns it. That's brilliant. Some people just go, hey, there's the ball. Keep on walking. Um, that's very good. Now, how do they get it back? I'm going to be careful with it. Well, Facebook said they would have posted I suppose yeah or just get someone who has a really good kick in Wales to give it a boot and land back over that's the good thing about social media can do amazing things did you see I think it was over the festive period there was a thing this um, this girl from Dublin her dad used to take pictures all around the uh, inner city of Dublin mm. years and years ago and he left her all his negatives. And she started, um, she got a bit ill and well, she... Was a show about this, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, And she started printing out the pictures and finding the people who were in them. Yeah. And a lot of these people didn't even know they were in pictures. So it was like, do you know who that is? Like, yeah, that's me as a kid. Brilliant. <laughs> I saw a photographer saying, you know, photograph all the normal things now. Yeah. Because, and I only saw it yesterday, I saw really old photographs of Dublin in the 1980s and 90s. And at the top, like the Hill, Hill 16 pub, it looks... Totally different. Yeah. Malahide Main Street, totally different. Totally different. And at the time, you just think that's just normal life, you know, sure, that's boring. Why would anyone care? No, in 20 years, it'll be amazing. There's a video, I keep seeing it popping up on Facebook, and it's somebody driving around in Leary in about 1985, right? Just, they have a camcorder sticking out the front of a car. Magic <laughs> dash cam back then. Yeah, just, but it's kind of the best, next best thing. But it's really grainy footage, and it's driving around, but like everything's changed. So you end up watching it going, oh, look, that wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. Where's the thing? that building wasn't built but think of all the dash cams people have now just driving around and again Dublin in another 30 years time it'll be like there's the flying taxi <laughs> yeah look at those old Dublin bikes you know it'll be all that do you remember that Jesus the spark what were they thinking it's even now when you see people shaking hands on 
you know, a quiz show or something. It's like, what? What are they doing? I even feel uneasy if I see any sort of uh, old footage of a really big crowd. I'm like, oh, they can't. And then you go, but that also scares me that that is how much this has got into our heads. I'm not going back to shaking hands, by the way. When everything is back to normal, even when they have like you know, it's, so you have it's your gone. gloves. You have your gloves. I, I was wearing a glove today. Yeah, I'm trying to be careful without your surgical gloves. No, I always hated shaking hands, especially in things like mass. Oh, big wet soggy hands on they people. Are grand. I mean, unless you're doing a deal, buying a car, and then you got people. Some people are trying to trying to be cool by squeezing it too hard, and it's like ah. Even that I've said it before. The whole idea of of shaking hands was from olden days, and it was a sign that you weren't carrying arms. There's no need for us to be shaking hands anyway. We're not carrying arms, most of us anyway. Imagine what it's like for, you know, the Latinos. They love kissing each other on the cheeks. Kiss, yeah. kiss. Yeah, would you go back to that, would you? Mm, darling, darling, how are you? Yeah, maybe. Saying cheers in a pub is ten times worse. Cringe. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, yeah. I could do it quietly. You know, apologies knocked his L glass off ours a few times it's alright oh yeah you don't clink glasses anymore wouldn't do it every time no. you can't even go to a bloody pub clink glasses anymore right it is the story alarm clock on <laughs> I thought we started off happy and then we ended up sat well hey everyone <laughs> we're one day closer to normality every day that goes by there's some positivity it's the 19th of January on F104 good morning Dermot Kennedy in Satan's Park live Terms and maybe conditions apply. Definitely one four. Now, if he keeps racking up the gigs, yeah, like he's he's gonna he has a lot of work to do whenever he's allowed to get going. Oh, he's allowed to get going. All right, don't you worry. But imagine the uh, nothing stopped him. Well, yeah, uh, fingers crossed, now, But like, it's going to be a logistical nightmare if one of the if one of the gigs gets moved. That's going to push everything around for him. That's true. There's Ben sending us photographs of the GPO on Paddy's Day two or three years ago. Green everywhere. Yeah, even that photograph is interesting now because he just, it's not normal at the moment. What else is not normal is, and I saw people getting involved in this last night, I think I think on our Instagram, banana sandwiches. It's something that I have never eaten, I will never eat, and I cannot for the life yeah, you've of You've got me. a weird vibe about bananas. I couldn't even tell you last time I had one. If I put a banana skin in the bin, oh. Nobby will move the bin to a different part of the Stop. building. Stop. And then people who can eat bananas with loads of brown all over the skin. I'm like, ugh. Anyway, I've never had a banana sandwich. I will never have a banana sandwich. Do you put butter on it? Or is it just is the goo of the banana? How, what would you do it on air for the crack? Oh, God, no. Ah, uh, yeah, no, for the crack. No, I'd have to be... If I was getting a month off work, and I really mean a, a month. A month off A month work. off everything. Like, no one comes near me. I'd probably consider it. Oh, but yeah. Nobody's going to give you that. Does, uh, <laughs> does the banana go all... Like, do you make it on the day if you're going to eat it? Does the banana go all brown? I'll be honest with you, a banana sandwich is more of a kid's thing. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. Uh, You would think. Yeah, but I'm sure there's adults who still eat it. But, like, yeah, kids love banana sandwiches because they're sweet. It's just that... I I don't even want to think about it because I've never had it. You get a banana, right? The goo with the bread. And you mush it up into a nice goo. Oh, stop. It's real sticky. Stop it, stop it. If you fork the hell out of it, you get all the lumps gone. So it's just like this kind of... That turns to gloop, then. Oh, yeah. And it kind of sticks to the roof of your mouth, you know? Does it? Oh, yum, yeah. And then you put butter on the bread and the banana in. And it's, oh, yeah, it's nice. But banana and peanut butter is lovely. Yeah, that's, that's, not the, that's not the rules. It is. The, if you get a banana that's not too ripe and you stick peanut butter, you cut it in half and put peanut butter down the middle. If yeah. you're not putting bread in it. 
No, but you eat that as a snack. That's apparently a very healthy and delicious snack. I don't know what would be worse, the tomatoes or the... Like, hey, Crossy's always having tomato sandwiches with salt. Oh, no yeah. butter. Oh, God. Tomatoes are amazing. I don't know what's worse. Banana sandwiches or tomato sandwiches? You never get some tomatoes and cut them up and put some basil leaves on them and a bit of salt and pepper and a bit of olive oil. I had oil. a bruschetta once oh. by mistake. Where did you get this phobia from? I have no... Well, I, I think I got a, got a banana as a kid and it made me... Uh, I got sick, but it was nothing to do with the banana, probably. Look, I have eaten them. Uh, like, I'll stick them in a smoothie or grand. I just... The idea of a banana... I, egg sandwich as well. I think I couldn't eat an egg. People who eat egg sandwiches, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, there's a terrible... They mix it all. Mix it all with mayonnaise or some sort of goo, whatever that comes in. Egg mayonnaise. Oh, God. Oh, I wouldn't put mayonnaise in it. So I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just certain things in bread I can't, I can't stomach. I can't even think about is anyone else like this? Loads of people are, yeah. Sure, there's people who are afraid of bananas. Remember we spoke yeah, to yeah. people before, if they put a banana in a van, they'll jump out of the van. And <laughs> Hannah like, tried to get out of a moving That's vehicle. That's irrational now. Because somebody had an orange or something like that. So, yeah, people have these weird ones. <laughs> that, That's irrational. Like, not liking something to eat and just avoiding that, that's, that is a little bit different. I used to call cauliflower the devil's vegetable. And for years I said it was, like, it was just vile. And then I realised that I was wrong. It was just being cooked wrong. And cauliflower rocks especially if you put a load of cheese all over well, you can get a cauliflower chicken uh, ch- chicken wings yeah I haven't tried them but oh, they're amazing they yeah. also look pretty you good see, you lash the load of seasoning on them and you bake them they're, and they taste rock and roll I'm trying to see where it is it wasn't on your Instagram but there was a big discussion about this anyway banana sandwich with raspberry jam oh yeah I can see that amazing again if you're 10 that's really amazing Like yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's a bonus treat at school <laughs> it's a bit sweet alright and anyway, I just I just needed to kind of feel better now that I got that off my chest this morning. Would you would you consider eating a banana sandwich on air as an experiment? Come on, no, no come on, no, man up. What would it? What would it? What was? You, you can't say that to me anymore. Why not? You can't say man up. Can I not? No, that was banned three years ago. Was it? I'm offended by that now, Jim. Oh well, I'll send man you man up. Me. Are you saying? <laughs> No, because he'll go off and get two slices of bread, and I'm not interested. So I don't even. T- no, I'm well, not t- I, I'll do something that I'm afraid of. No, 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 no. Come on! I just was wondering tuna sandwich. Tuna sandwich. That's all right. No, tuna's a great on a pizza. Tuna is amazing on a pizza. Yeah, tuna and chili. Is a, that's a great pizza. Mash up banana, a teaspoon of uh, raspberry jam. T- yeah, but that's like that's having your dessert for lunch. It is. It's like a dessert. Yeah, it's a dessert sandwich. <laughs> tuna sandwiches. Yeah. You could easily have a tuna sandwich for your, for your main, for your dinner and a banana sandwich for your, for your dessert. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You could, uh, or pudding, as they call it in the UK. Pudding. Would you like some pudding? Yeah, if you if you call it pudding, you're not from Ireland. Man up, you pudding lover. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll leave it there. But anyway, I just... It's going to happen, Nobby. You know it's going to happen. Yeah, whatever. It's on the radar now. It is your chance to go to Thailand, and here's what you need to do. We're going to open up the uh, boarding gate right now. But we're not going to give anyone's name out just yet. It's your time to get involved. FM 104's Paths to Paradise. So you need to WhatsApp Paradise and your details to 0876797104. And then in a few minutes, we will call out one of you. And if you hear your name call out again, message us back and just go, that's me, lads. Oh, you, you, you called me out. And you'll be like our Bally Quantifier yesterday. So, um, we're talking about food, but there's a thing this morning that's knocking around, and apparently there's good mood foods and bad mood foods. The number one thing for a good mood with your cup of tea would be a couple of, a couple of squares of chocolate. Yeah, good mood, yeah. Dark chocolate now. So if you get the, the good ah. stuff. Yeah, I know, yeah. The dark ruin it. Oh, the dark stuff is nice. That dark uh, stuff night with, with a brew. Apparently, green and blacks with our the yeah. one. Whenever. Oh yeah. Did you ever try the chili one? I haven't, but I've, I've, I'm often curious. It's rock and roll. I've tried anyway. red wine chocolate. Here's the stuff that's going to put you in a in a bad mood, right? Okay. And unfortunately, this is what you would associate with fun, but it's going to put your make your mood. What I associate with fun. Well, people. most people, yeah. Right. Donuts, alcohol, fizzy drinks. Energy drinks, pizza, burgers and chips, sweets, cake, bread and crisps. And why do you, they all put you? Because they, they come down. They bring you up. They bring you in a bad mood. The good mood foods. Yeah. Coffee. Yeah. Dark chocolate. Right. Grapes, strawberries, yogurt, eggs, salmon. Uh, salmon. I'm telling you. I, I've known that about salmon. I but don't I, know. But actually, I mean, look, I, the after effects as, as it goes through your body. Yes, I, I, I understand. But I don't think you've ever been like, oh, I can't wait for that salmon later on. But when you have it though You do feel kind of Oh I feel good now Yeah it's like exercise They're trying to get out and do it Look at that rain out there this morning But you won't You don't regret it Melon, apples and oranges So You know strawberries Come on strawberries Oh strawberries Yogurt Is yogurt not bad for you? It's full of sugar no? There's natural yogurts You know there's Greek yogurts They're all good They're I all said fun. it before I think on Instagram I highly recommend the black grape If you can get that Probably probably sweeter Well it is sweeter Seeing as you're talking about grapes so uh, it's a good good mood food there. But like you know what I mean though. You like you, you anticipate a burger. Now if you know you're getting a burger later oh, on that yeah. night, you're thinking about it all day. Since when did you like? Apparently, fry up brings you right down. Does it? Yeah. But like that fry up be like fantastic afterwards. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now, you might not lie down afterwards, but you yeah. don't need to eat them for eight hours afterwards. Oh, which can be good. I've never cried after a pizza. <laughs> never cry after a fry. <laughs> It's like, so usually Pete's like, oh man, that was savage. You probably wouldn't cry after salmon either, though, but yeah. No, after salmon, you do feel kind of, hoo hoo, hoo hoo. Take the point. I feel great now. Yeah. Get some lemon juice for it and you'd be grand. Uh, right, a lot of people want to go to Thailand. Hang on. We've all heard them, but uh, what are they talking about? Those conspiracy lads. How are you doing, Alan? I was driving in this morning and it occurred to me that I'm looking at all the traffic lights that were put there by the government 
and the government have only put those traffic lights, the red ones in, to slow us down. And only a true patriot would obey the green ones. Do you know what I mean? Watch out for that. Thanks very much for the heads up there, Mark. Um, I'll put it up on the blog later and warn the community what they're up to. I got a delivery there yesterday, and uh, as you know, I use a false name and a false address. So I just hang around outside the house that uh, I use the false address of. But uh, the delivery man, he uh, seemed to recognise me. He said he was in school with me, but I can't remember him. So I reckon there's a PSYOP operation going on and they could be on to me. So I'm going to have to switch names again and switch address. So stay tuned. Keep this under your hat as well. If you want to find this out in the WhatsApp group that don't use a comb. Whatever you do, don't use a comb. Because apparently the powers that be, and you know who they are, and I don't either, they are listening in through your comb. They're using it as a, some kind of satellite to be able to listen to your brainwaves. So don't use the comb, okay? Go messy or go home. Thanks for the heads up, man. But as we both know, self-grooming has never been on top of my uh, priority list, in fairness. Do you know uh, Daisy O'Brien on St Mary's Road there? He was telling me that they're recruiting civilian army young fellas from the scouts and the cops and they're bringing them into the empty cinemas and making them watch reruns at prime time to brainwash them. Yeah, it's all true apparently. RT is the real virus, as we both know. And we've heard that they're going to get them all a bounty hopper each and they will try and take over the capital on their bounty hoppers. Thousands thousands of army kids on bouncy hoppers. They're coming for you, man. Don't say you weren't warned, right? Don't you worry about me, man. As you well know, I'm a proper proper. I'm prepared for any eventuality, whatever comes out of this. I got me super soccer ready to go. Any bouncing scouts or cubs come to my door to be getting a mouthful of water, so they will. Hey, well, listen, I have to go now. I have to sign off. But remember... Get a kitchen glove, right? And put it on your head. I'm not going to talk to anyone who's not wearing a kitchen glove as a sign of solidarity. <laughs> That's a great idea. That's what we need to do, you know. Stay strong, stay together, build a community. Wear rubber gloves on our heads. Final warning today, brother. Um, I don't know if you ever go to Don Mikko's pizzeria there in the village. Apparently he's getting his missus to go into the supermarkets and just buy frozen pizzas and cook them, throw a bit of pineapple and pepperoni on them or whatever, spice them up a bit. I don't know, it's not much of a conspiracy theory, but it's bad form. Don Mikko is a sicko. See you later, brother. Stay strong. Keep the fight. FA104's Instagram with coverinaclick.ie. Low-cost car insurance for young drivers. Call us quick. It's Cover in a Click. 10 questions. 60 seconds. 1,000 euro. FM104's Instagram. By the way, and for house, and for house, by the way. So this is a returning player. This is very exciting. He originally got 9 out of 10 when he first appeared. Stephen, good morning. Stephen, I'll open you up. There you go. Nine out of ten, Stephen. When was this? Uh, It would have been... Couldn't tell you. I think it was like last year. Okay. Oh, no, it wouldn't have been. It would have been the start of the year. It starts of 2020 before uh, we all got locked down. (laughs) When when life was normal. Do you remember what was the one question you got wrong? 
Yeah, with Kelly Rowland. What uh, band is Kelly Rowland in? We didn't know that. Yeah, I know it now, though. Of course. It was drilled into me. I know it now. Okay, well, look, they're not too bad today. I don't think they're, they're really too bad. not, Stephen. They're, I, I, well, you could at least get a nine again. Oh, I'm going for the ten. I'm not taking anything bad to ten. Okay. I can tell you that Nobby got a, an easy nine, no problem. And uh, there was only one that that tripped him up. Grant, fingers crossed. It's my lucky day. All right, Stephen. Here we go. Let's do this. The game begins in three, two, one. Name an item of clothing that rhymes with rock. Sock. What is one quarter of one thousand? Twenty-five. Ah, uh, hundred twenty-five. Which Australian animal loves eating eucalyptus leaves? Uh, the koala. What fictional character's nose grows when he lies? Pinocchio. True or false? A hummingbird can fly backwards. True. Who's taller, Dua Lipa or Gigi Hadid? Uh, Gigi Hadid. According to Happy Man United fans, where is their manager, Ollie? At the wheel. Which Dublin theatre has an address at 72 Dame Street, Temple Bar? Gate Theatre. How many buses do Dublin Bus have in their fleet? 1,010 or 2,020? 2,020. And Heavy as the Head is an album by who? I don't know. Um, heavy as the Head. Heavy is the head. Uh, I was trying to think. I have a clue. I love that song. Mm. Heavy is the head. That was the Stephen, you didn't get nine out of ten time. this time. Oh, heavy is the head. Heavy is the head. You've run out of time, Stephen. <laughs> yeah. Nope. It is what it is. It sure is. One quarter of uh, one thousand. That's what I'm going to say to that. And every time anyone says it is what it is from now on, I'm going to say, or is it? Conspiracy theories. Do you want to answer one a quarter of one thousand again, just for the crack? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. You said uh, you said 25. Yeah. And, and then you said which wasn't true. And then you said 125. 125. Um, it's 250. 50. Yeah, it will be 250. See, he was yeah. he was trying to rhyme sock with rock, and then he was too busy. Like his head was away with socks to do maths. His you head know? was heavy. Oh, forget about it. Yeah. I um, said frock when he, when he asked me what an item of clothing that rhymes with rock. Frock, jocks or socks I would have accepted. Yeah. Uh, unless there's anybody else can think of another one. Um, yeah, you got koala right, Pinocchio right. Um, the hummingbird is the only bird that can fly backwards. That was true. Gigi Hadid is taller than uh, Dua. Ollie is at the wheel. The Olympia Theatre. Oh. Is it 72 Dame Gazy's Street? up at... Uh, the gate is up at Grafton Street yeah. although that's called uh, South King Street yeah. I think yeah it's off the Dublin area. Buses Fleet is 1,010 buses come on the bus drivers <laughs> and Stormzy had heavy as the head oh should have known <laughs> so you sure, scored come back to us January 2022 you know <laughs> life might be better next year uh, you scored a 6 today Stephen oh, terrible don't even know why I bought it thanks very much lad <laughs> see you Stephen Good luck. Step one of four. <laughs> Poor old Stephen. Anyone else do better than him? Let us know in the comments below on 0876797104. So I, I clicked on this last night because I really did get my attention. Uh, for those who watch Narcos, Pablo Escobar, it, he basically bred hippos. Oh yeah, he had a jungle, yeah. He had a private zoo. And they've been bred so successfully uh, there is serious concern over their environmental impact 
and human safety, according to some of the Mexican and Colombian universities. Think about people who have private zoos, right? Yeah. Who do we know that has private zoos? Like Tiger pa- King. Pablo Escobar, yeah. Tiger King, Michael Jackson. It's not a good look. <laughs> it's not It's not a good place it never, to start. It's, it hasn't ended well for any of them. If you have a private zoo, you're probably not going to be my pal. <laughs> Unless it's all above board and everything. Okay. Hippos in the jungle. But of all the animals, hippos, it's like it's a weird And were they one. off their bangers? I don't know. You see, that's the thing. What like what was grown on his vegetation oh, there's fields? So much stuff going on around there. Like there's they, a lot. They could have been licking it off leaves. So I don't know. Um, what has has caused it to? So from 2011 to 2019, they had to, you know, snip snip to some of the the, the fellas and the girls because it was there were so many of them. So, so narcos hippos, narcos hippos. <laughs> Is there, a, is there a spin-off series there where the hippos all kind of start? I don't know. What happens when the hippos get the munchies? Because they're big animals. Gangster hippos. Yeah. And you wouldn't mess with a guy with a load of hippos in the garden, you though, wouldn't. would you? No, no, no. I mean, like, the amount of teeth in them, but... Uh, yeah, it's just it's a weird legacy of all the things. So what, are the but hippos then, still there? Are they, are they? Yeah, but animal people will say, like, this is a good thing, you know? Like, we're always talking about animals that are extinct and in danger, and there's actually too many of these now. And did he have like proper zookeepers? He well, any photographs I've seen of him, he had like the, like the green gear on that zookeepers wear. I know there's more to it than just the green gear. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, not about the gear we're wearing? Oh, they had the right clothes on. The color, the color clothes was grand. <laughs> yeah, but do they know what they were doing, <laughs> or were they just like henchmen with a bag of hippo food? The researchers have cited instances of hippos chasing people. Oh. I didn't think they could move that fast. Well, the hippos don't lie. As well as a hippo attack in May 2020 in which a 45-year-old man was seriously injured. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they're, they are a wild animal. That's that's why when you see them in the zoo that they're behind, you know, a fence. Uh, it's quite amazing how, they, how long they can stay underwater for. And are they okay now? Like, because, you know, they want to know the, the outcome of the hippos. I don't hippos. know. If they're getting but high in their own supply. Who will look after them? They, they'll be put into a, a South American... The mammy hippos. Yeah, but they'll be put into, like, they, they wouldn't be native of Colombia, would they? Uh... Hippos. I, 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 I couldn't. As, as long as they've water and it's warm enough, I'd imagine they're grand. But like, is there not enough zoos around America that they could distribute the hippos? Hopefully, yeah. You'd have to call one of them Pablo, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, <laughs> Pablo. All right, Pablo. What's the crack? <laughs> anyway, that's good. It's good. Like more animals is a good thing. But then humans are getting involved now and kind of messing around with it. So I, I don't know. Anyway, you're right. Tiger King, Pablo Escobar, Michael Jackson. It's not. It's not a good list unless you can name me somebody who has a private zoo who's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, we get to find them. It's nice. <laughs> real zoos. They're grand. They're hardly Steve Irwin now, are they? <laughs> uh, hippos kill more people than lions every year. I never knew that. I must put that in Instagram. We should just leave them alone then. If humans leave them alone. We'll be grand. Live on TV this evening. Colleen Rooney comes face to face with Rebecca Vardy in a last ditch attempt to resolve their dispute. Is there a documentary about it? No, but you'd watch it though, wouldn't you? Yeah. But they are meeting today. Oh. <laughs> You're interested, aren't you? Eventually they will do a documentary. I thought it was going to be like, I don't know, someone sits down between the two of them. Yeah, they are. Who would you sit down between the two of them? This is a, a steps trying to sort this out before. Yeah, but we all want to watch. Of course we do. Both sides are pushing towards a, med- a mediation date in the first week of Feb to agree to a settlement and avoid a full trial so they're going to come face to face <laughs> settled out of co- although neither of them need the money so I was going to say settled out of court but so who's settling with who? 
It's well, Colleen, Colleen's accusing her. But she's accusing her of, of making and her very upset she when she was pregnant. She didn't do it. So, okay, so, so what? So who's? So if she pays her, then if somebody pay, if I pay you, then it means I'm guilty, right? Yeah, but you, if if you knew that you were going to get found out, you just say, "Here you go. Here's some damages. Donate it to charity." I'm really oh, sorry. Man, they should try and get this on telly. Like this would be the biggest. Who ratings would winner. mediate it? Davina McCall? Oh no. Who? Well, she's back on The Voice or whatever the mass Singer I hate to tell you yeah, The mass Singer doesn't get you to mediate <laughs> the biggest event on TV history Who would you get? Holly? Oh, no A man think, think more sincere No 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 not necessarily a man More Judge sincere Judge Judy More sincere She's not sincere she'd kill you What about your man uh, Judge Rinder? Yeah he might be yeah yeah, yeah, you might need someone with a legal background. Yeah, you need a legal head. You couldn't, because if it was Philip Schofield or something, you just like... Oh man, we'd all watch that. A High Court judge previously gave both sides a deadline of February 8th to come to some agreement and swerve a trial. A legal expert said, penciling in the first week in Feb, just days before the deadline, shows just how close we are to the wire. Like... Uh, this is the last chance for women to avoid what would be doubtless a messy and very cro- costly very, for both Very of them. expensive. Uh, like, look at Johnny Depp. Um... In all that's going on in the world, isn't it a bit mad when you break it down? Some Insta stories got leaked and then it's potentially in court. Like, that's all it is. It's a video link. This is like, they could easily broadcast this. Awesome, it is. Like, seriously, they could, both, they could clear all their legal fees if they just broadcast it. Yeah. Donation. It'd be the best TV show I've ever seen. Patreon. Yeah, I'm like... For both of them. Take all my money, as they say. Ah... <sighs> Right, we'll, we'll wait for updates on that. Speaking of uh, the mass singer, Martine McCutcheon says it was an honour to be part of it. Uh, she was the swan, of course, and she's still talking about it. It was really scary, fun, magical. And I just felt, you know, really honoured that they asked me because, you know, they're known for having such amazing guests on their show and it's always quite diverse. Amazing guests. People that you haven't heard from for 20 years. Yeah, most of them anyway. Like, you know, the, the, there's rumours about Bruno Mars. Come on. And it was just uh, Rita going, it's Bruno Mars. Yeah, they're just messing. Although like, Davina did like Crossy's tweet when he said, if this is Bruno Mars, he needs to have a long, hard look at himself. She just liked the tweet. doesn't really mean anything, but... Yeah. Uh, I need a dollar, I need a dollar. Hey, hey. Aloe Black. Is he back? He is. He thinks it's time we start looking on the bright side. He's got a new track out with uh, Steve Aoki. And uh, he helps, he helps kind of just take our mind off everything and... Cheer the hell up. After this last year and all of the turmoil and heartache, a song that feels good to listen to and makes you feel good after you hear it is something we all could use more of. And I think My Way is perfect to, you know, just celebrate life. It's called My Way. I know the guy he's working with, he used to be in school with him. He was mad. Steve? Yeah, mad Aoki, we used to call him. (laughs) (laughs) That's Dish the Dirt. So one of Gwyneth Paltrow's candles reportedly exploded in oh a UK God. woman's home. And uh, I can't even say what the name of the candle what, is. What are they called again? Yeah, but they're not called that. They're, they're well, this, they a, are. This, this is called This Smells Like My. And I can't, can't, that's the name of the candle? Yeah, I can't finish that sentence. So uh, Gwyneth's... So her goop candle exploded into, into flames in a living room of a UK woman who... Uh, who won the uh, product in a quiz. Oh, God. Shouldn't even want it. <laughs> the candle exploded and emitted huge flames with bits flying everywhere. I've never seen anything like it. The whole thing was ablaze. And it was too hot to touch. There was an inferno in the room. <laughs> she lives with her partner, David Snow. He would be able to put it out, wouldn't he? And uh, it, yeah. they threw the candle out the front door. 
Right. Step well, forward to the front garden instead. Yeah, then. look, this, I don't know what happened. I don't know if there's a, if they have to have a recall on the these candles. Wow. But if you have one, just be careful. Of course. Of course. Scent notes include geranium, citrusy bergamot, the cedar, uh, and damask rose. Damask rose. I do like that scent, yeah. Mm. So that's what Gwyneth smells like, those four things. I... I it's so bizarre So <laughs> really if a man is. did that There would be murder yeah. If a man was selling Mickey candles <laughs> Like first of all There wouldn't be a market for it No But still There'd be murder Who does he think he is? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Robert I'm just trying to think No I just Rap- wake at the top of a Mickey candle <laughs> Rapper Bow Wow Was issued a response After footage of murder of him Playing uh, to a packed nightclub when you're not supposed to be paying, playing to a packed nightclub. Here's the leaked footage of the party. A little bow wow. A bowsy. Oh, it's so good here in the club again. Where was that? In the States. Right. Um, Dr. Dre's back in the studio one day after being released from hospital. He didn't hang around, did he? He's getting back to it now. He not sip some Lucasade and have some grapes. He uploaded a photo of him and a bunch of his others, uh, his mates, inside a music recording studio. My big bro is super good. We working, said an insider. So, just in case you're unaware, like he had an aneurysm or something ten days ago, and yeah. he was, he's, he's hanging around with a load of people. Yeah, in a studio with no air. Peaky Blinders begins filming for its sixth and final series. Uh, Tommy Shelby and Co are back, and uh, Killian Murphy says it was World War One that completely changed his character, Tommy. I always use the First World War as the sort of, you know, as the sort of line. And there was a Tommy before the First World War, and then that happened, and then there's a Tommy Shelby after the, the First World War, and, and he's the one that we meet at the beginning of Series 1. He looked at me the wrong way. It's not a good idea to look at Tommy Shelby the wrong way. Well, the men that came back from that conflict were... were were just devastated and so there was this huge societal change where you had all these men who had witnessed war on a scale that we'd never sort of imagined it's very deep there Killian very deep for you looked at me in a wrong way it's not it's not clever to be looking at Jim Jim in the wrong way <laughs> yeah I think that can's on fire right. go over there put it out will you it's F104 <laughs> I actually looked around as well I think it's only fair that we start with Willy Wonderland to find it exactly. Walking in a Willy Wonderland. You know, that's some people's idea of, that's like Thunderland for grown-ups. <laughs> so what is it? So it's a, a, a the machines got out. Fancy a, a day trip to Willy's Wonderland after watching this movie trailer. Oh, it's Willy's. Okay, right. You'd be, probably be choosing the sofa instead, starring everyone's favourite mad king of the big screen, Nicolas Cage. Put the, the Willy back in the box. The trailer just dropped for this new project, which sees him play a man known only as the janitor, whose car breaks down outside a nightmarish theme park, and agreeing to clean the place in exchange for vehicle repairs, he soon finds himself waging war against possessed animatronic mascots welcome to Willy's Wonderland spend the night cleaning Willy's Wonderland and I will pay to have your car fixed deal you are officially on staff let's get the hell out of here I can't stand to hear a grown man scream this place has a dark history I know the visual story they told you it's a lie 
You're here to be a human sacrifice. Have you been listening to a word I've been saying? He's gonna die in here, but he won't listen to me. He's not trapped in here with them. We are trapped in here with him. That'd like to be really good and scary. Or absolute muck. I think I'm going to go for muck. And uh, the fact they didn't use Nicolas Cage's voice in the trailer is always a, a warning signal. <laughs> uh, Colleen and Rebecca are going to meet today. Now, is it face-to-face? Is it by Zoom? The idea is uh, to I try. Know, I don't know if it's going to be today, but they, they, they're going to have a, a mediator uh, sit them both down and see if they can settle this out of court. Now, to fix everything... Why doesn't some TV company offer them loads of money to televise it, pay all their legal fees off? And, like, who wouldn't watch that conversation? Did you tell my mate stuff that, you know, were you telling, did you tell the press stuff about me? What if Eamon Holmes was the mediator? He's enough wisdom, enough years under his belt, enough grey hair, has kids. This is like dealing with two kids with too much money having a row. That's all this is. Well, if you're going to make it a TV show, maybe, but if. You know, you you probably need a proper mediator. But I mean, who wouldn't want to be a fly Ant on the wall? And in deck. And in deck. So it's actually, yeah, it's February. They want to have a mediation date. That's where you try and sort it out without, without it going to court. Because as everyone heard in the Johnny Depp case, if you go to court, someone's going to lose. And whoever loses, they have to pay for it. Serious expense, yeah. The plan is off. East End is shock as Sharon Watts calls off Ian Beale's murder plot. I didn't know she was trying to kill him. Like, what's he done now? As he gets proof that she's poisoning him. Wow. And is Max Branning involved in this? Because he's leaving, isn't he? So he secretly visits the doctors to get proof that she's poisoning him. And um, Letitia Dean, who plays Sharon, said she's been poisoning Ian for the killing of her son, Denny, in February. Oh, I didn't know that. Right. In tonight's episode, Ian managed to get out of the pub and realised just how sick he was. Here's the warning Ian Bill gets from Max of the Brannings. Listen, just so you know. Yeah, she's gonna kill you, mate. Yeah, yeah. So it's been good, yeah. You two, aren't we? Yeah. Married, so they're just mates. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Have you actually slept together? It's none of your business. Oh, right, yeah. It's probably waiting and she to the, you know, the honeymoon. What she told the doctor you had booked with Spain, Portugal. What is this? Some sort of joke? Open your eyes here, right? She's looking after you, and you're getting worse. So believe me or don't, I wouldn't be accepting a good night cocoa if I were you. Taking something herself because she's getting more orange by the years. <laughs> so, right, by, so by the ears or by the years? Both. <laughs> she found out by hearing a voicemail he sent her before he died. Oh, what an East Enders way to find out at Christmas time. And then Phil bottled murdering Ian, so she's doing it herself by putting tablets in his tea. East Enders, huh? So <laughs> that'll take your mind off the old pandemic. What? Wow. Johnny Flynn says despite uh, many personas uh, David Bowie wasn't always confident in his abilities he stars as the iconic musician in the new movie Stardust which is available to watch on digital platforms now and he explains why David found the years leading up to Ziggy the most challenging he's had one hit single and then a series of failed singles he's just completely not that you know rock god that we know about that was what I held on to it looks like it's going to be good I think it's the same people that did the Queen one and the Elton one. Well, that's the thing. The Queen and the Elton one are, are doing so well and have done so well. There's a, there's a huge appetite for this kind of stuff. 
It's like musical history yeah. of artists. Thank you. That's your dish. It's F104. Far too kind. Dublin's F104. It is the strawberry alarm clock, and we can now go beaming into Greystones to one of their many offices or cafes or one of their outbuildings. We don't know where they are today. It could be their house. The Happy Berry. <laughs> Yo, dudes. Yo, dudes. Yo. No, it, it, has, it has the look of a professional kitchen there, Jim, because everything's white. Oh, yeah. It's one of the offices. It's, oh, it's like okay. an igloo. We're both wearing our jackets and we took off our hats because we thought it was more appropriate. Now, we've just been talking off air about people who are unassuming, especially in Ireland. You, you should never really, you, you don't know who's doing what. You don't know. Someone looks like they're driving a 1997 Toyota Starlet, but they're a billionaire. And you two boys, I don't know how long we have to go back now. You were two messers. You were drinking too much, eating too much. And now you've created this beast called the Happy Pair. Absolutely. Great fun. Yeah, yeah. I guess we're at it about 16 years now. Quite an adventure. Um, It's funny how as the business grows, you can kind of, you get caught in it. And I guess through Corona, unfortunately, we closed down one cafe and there's another two, one in the airport and another one in Greystones that are currently closed. But we still have the one cafe, still have all the products and uh, we're having great fun with the online courses and this new book. So it's great. It's flying. So the new book's called The Happy Health Plan. This is your fourth one now, isn't it? Fifth one. We snuck fifth. another one in there. This is number five. Wow. Came Sneaky book, December. Mr. Flynn. And it came out of lockdown. It was back in March when we were, uh, when it all kind of happened. We had, like, we'd been doing our online plans for the last 10 years and we had 50,000 people through them. And we thought it's about time we actually sat and wrote this down into a book because there's so much learnings in it that we could share and could be really valuable to, to people. So, we spent the full month of March and most of April writing a book and um, that's, that's the Happy Health Plan, which is, it's got all the learnings from, from 10 years of having people through our online courses and plans and it's got... And partners with kind of gastroenterologists and dietitians and kind of bringing and that... cardiologists. Med- and, and bringing that kind of medical expertise to simply eat more fruit and veg. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot of the why, but it's got, it's ultimately, it's getting people to cook the food, really. There's like 90... You know, delicious recipes in it, and all the plans are all you can eat, no calorie counting. So that's the kind of idea behind it. <laughs> that it's not, you know, ca- nutrition by numbers or counting calories or whatnot. And there's the other online online one, you're the Happy Shape course you're doing now, isn't that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've yeah, that one's really fun. That one's good because it's the name in a sense, Happy Shape. Like it does obviously help with weight loss. It was more like we had our Happy Heart course and Happy Good courses for years, and people kept asking what's a healthy way to lose weight? I want to lose weight because underneath all of them, people kind of were were just as interested in losing weight. So we kind of did one that was, we partnered with a bariatric GP. So she's like a a GP that specializes in weight management and a dietitian. And uh, yeah, that's this plan. That's the happy shape plan. And lads, have you noticed, obviously you're saying 16 years ago since you started, like Joe Wicks who started a revolution and, you know, are people more into themselves now or has it just got, gotten easier to do it? Or like, what are the big growths for, for you guys that you've seen over the last few years? When we first started eating low, just a vegetable-based diet, it was kind of weird. It was obscure. You never told anyone you were a vegan. You were, you know, I, I just like vegetables. You know, it was yeah. this type of thing. But in recent years, it's actually started to become cool, attractive, even fashionable. And it's amazing just to see the shift. And it's a lot more supportive because like, Say even back 10 years ago, like Super Value or other supermarkets didn't have lentils, didn't have nuts and dried fruit. You know, you had to go down to the health food shop to get your lentils. And, you know, most people didn't know how to cook them. Whereas now 
like the whole food environment has changed in so many ways. So it's a lot, in some ways, it's a lot easier to eat healthier. But at the same time, with the proliferation of processed foods, it's just, it's challenging for everyone. Because the moment now around 55% of all calories consumed on this wonderful island are ultra processed foods. So from like croissants to... And I'd say during lockdown, it could be even more, you know, because yeah. I'd say... Yeah, we're, we're all, all more stressed. We're all a little more jaded around the edges. So uh, the sweet things kind of can sometimes taste even better you know now lads I know everything that you guys make is very good but I, I do have to ask your red pepper hummus are you sure there's nothing <laughs> in that like even my, my two year old is obsessed with it I am obs- like there's, there's so- I'm not saying there's something dodgy but there's something illegal because there aren't <laughs> yeah. illegal in it it couldn't be that Jeez, nice and be healthy very good Jeez, your little two year old is a pretty distinct and what, does, what yeah. does he eat it with, with carrot sticks he'll eat it with carrots off. he'll eat it with crackers sometimes I'll have to take the spoon off because he's just eating it on its own with a spoon <laughs> um, yes. chickpeas are so good like they're so packed with protein and fibre and they'll really Complex. help us like because like fibre is so important most people don't eat like I'm sure you've heard us talk about fibre before and most people in Ireland don't get enough fibre. And fibre is the most important thing for your immune system because 70% of your immune system cells are based in your gut. And all those healthy strains of bacteria feed on fibre. So if you're getting your son to eat lots of like, hummus that's really high in chickpeas, it's really high in fibre, and it's therefore going to really help his immune system. And even in the, in the blue zones, where the, the five areas in the planet where there's the longest living people, on average, about half their diet is made of beans and lentils. So they're super healthy foods just to start adding into anyone's diet. Well, that's, you're always in such good form and whenever we see you, you're smiling but uh, do you ever have big Barney do you your brother so surely you must dis- have disagreements do you kill each other uh, sometimes definitely have disagreements but I guess we've learned it's been since it hasn't been since we were 12 that we actually had a blow up where, wow. we, where it resulted in fisticuffs but uh, since then, I guess we've realised that, like, you know, if there is a Barney, someone just kind of, we just give a little bit of space and then half an hour later, we're probably able to laugh about it and go and joke and kind of, you know, give one another a couple of dead arms and then we're grand. No, know? David, should have been two tablespoons of cumin. <laughs> <laughs> but like you must, like you're running an empire. You're If you're not doing that, you're working out together. There's the YouTube stuff. Like you must spend a huge amount of time there, there can't be other brothers that spend more time. Maybe Jedward, but I, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, well, I guess, I think the uniqueness of being identical twins, like we genuinely shared an, a wardrobe together till we were 30. So up until we were 30, it literally was first up, best dressed. So, so like we have, we've lived in one of those pockets. We think like, we both have two names, like Dave or Steve, like it doesn't really Half matter. Half the time you're called, which one are you? So I think it's, it's part of your identity and you're so, you kind of have a better laugh. It's like the, when the pair of you are together, you've good crack, you have a bit of fun. And some days you get one of those nerves, but then most of the time you're having a laugh and sure it's. You're delighted. Yeah, yeah. there's better harmony together, you know. It was difficult for you to get your, your kids into it. I presume they've been into all all that kind of food anyways from, from the time they were babies. But whenever, whenever I see you knocking around, even if it's raining, you're out with a picnic basket with the kids <laughs> heading somewhere, big smiles on your faces. <laughs> like you, are, you, you, you managed yeah, to do, have the life balance going on as well. Yeah, doing our best with it. I know like back a number of years ago, we kind of borrowed a big chunk of money and we were kind of pursuing growth, opening loads of cafes and having this central production facility and kind of, you know, we were we we're starting to export products to Waitrose in the UK and it was the business was really, you know, gearing up for growth. And we found through that process, it was we kind of lost shape with why we started the business. And through that process, 
you know, unfortunately we closed down our cafe in Clondalk and then we've kind of come back to like for us success is having a really, you know, a lifestyle that we love that I can get up, swim in the sea, do training, have brekkie with the kids. And and I think lockdown has amplified this for most people, for many people anyway, certainly our people who we know. We're getting back to the simple and the basic things of, you know, having a good dinner with your family and trying to spend improve your relationships with your family and like it's back to the simple things because we can't go on holidays you can't really mm. go outside 5k like it's quite simple so ultimately i think we it's corona's been a great teacher in that it's kind of like the world sent us to our bedroom you know it grounded us to our bedroom for a while to reflect on all the you know what's important and whatnot and we haven't really mentioned it but like even if you just go on google but obviously get get the book from the lads if you want to get specific stuff so much of your stuff is so easy to make pretty cheap because there's no meat involved and like i've me i always have i go go to the uh spanish chickpea bake which is just like chickpeas and some of the red pesto and, and loads of potatoes and leeks and it's so easy to make but you get loads of food out of it so it's uh, it's worth if, if you've never made a happy pear recipe make one today yeah one of the ones I wrote, <laughs> you did one for students and it was like how to to feed whatever it meant to people for a fiver and it lasts you all week that's an incredible video and like I, I made that thing and it was gorgeous Good. Yes, well, yes, Jim, Jim. yeah I guess like YouTube it's all often the kind of weird and wonderful and I think it gives you that ability to try to push our boundaries and many people think oh, health, if I'm to eat mostly like healthy foods I need those goji berries and or I need acerola or I need like maca root and all sorts of expensive superfoods but in, in essence for anyone listening if you do want to try to you know get a little healthier try to eat more whole food so that's just fruit vegetables beans legumes nuts and seeds so so it's not about vegan or vegetarian or any of those binary words it's just eat more whole food so so like if you know maybe eating porridge for breakfast or trying to as as jim as nobby said there's maybe try to make a soup like a soup is really easy it's great soup weather at the moment we've got loads of five minute recipes on youtube if you're new to what we've done like, and they're free and they're all free or you know or there's the book there if you're looking for a plan or support to give you a structure to it mm. but it's it's generally deep plant-based it's cheap like it's seldom you leave super value or supermarket and go god those lentils were mad money <laughs> that's true that's true uh, we have to ask you lads controversially you guys are sea swimming for many many years where do you stand on the dry robes <laughs> they're everywhere uh, yeah we us. stand on them when we're getting dressed <laughs> <laughs> dry robe gave us dry robes back about five six years ago and I remember it was a friend Thomas was a Spartan racer and he came over from France this is back probably six years ago and he had this weird jacket I was like wow that jacket's really nice it seems good for winter and he said oh, I think I know your man he might be able to give you one and uh, suddenly in the post two these two big weird looking jackets arrived and we put them on and then the next day another two arrived so we gave them to Neil and to Caroline and then the next day another two arrived and wow. we gave one to Hugo <laughs> and gave one to someone else and before we knew it we had eight dry robes and we were like a little cult and then, and then I guess they, they became very practical I'm not saying that we were we were at the root of it at all, but that was in Greystones. That's what happens with us and our little swimming group anyway. And they're really practical. I guess we find them very handy. And I know they've become a South Dublin, kind of like a great thing to throw stones at. But if you swim <laughs> in the sea, they are very practical. It just lives in the boot, boot of the car. Take it out every morning. It can be dirty and smelly. And it's just, it's really practical. It's like putting on your... your um, Sleeping bag. No, I think I always think it's like putting on your boxing jacket. You pull the hood up and it's like, damn. Yeah, here we go. Like you can hear Rocky going on in the background. You know, yeah, Black Rocky. Um, <laughs> very good. Do either you lads ever jump in the sea? Crossy, who works with us on the show, he's he does it a lot. Um, yeah. Wow. 
the, the rest Jim, of us. Jim, Jim, come join us anytime. Now you're yeah. a local. I was in. I was in the shop one day, and the and <laughs> one of them said. <laughs> you should come for a swim with us in the morning. And I went, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someday. I yeah. will, yeah, yeah, for some time. Send me an email about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, okay, lads. Well, look, we're glad to see you so happy and well. Um, the Happy Health Plan is the latest book, number five. All their dinners are available and their YouTube videos and their, you know, whatever else they've got going on. It's all out there. And, uh, <laughs> Thanks, lads. Really appreciate it. Nice to hear from good you. Good to talk to you. See you on the beach, Jim, Jim, one of the days. Well, more likely the cafe, but yeah. <laughs> he does rave about, uh, yeah, the it. summer sandwich. It's, oh, the, it's the, the best sandwich I've ever had. The Italian sandwich that you guys make, that's just unbelievable. <laughs> that's a great oh, sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. The sourdough focaccia, I love that. Yeah. I'm off for some red pepper hummus, okay? We'll, we'll, uh, we'll see uh, you again. Yeah, I love it. Thanks, <laughs> lads. You're brilliant. Really appreciate it. Cheers, lads. Yesterday on our TikTok, we noticed... A dude from Kulak is calling us out. And we're like... He gave us the knock on TikTok. What's what's going on here? Like, what, what what's his beef? I'm on a mission. So everyone knows FM 104. And everyone knows Kulak. So, lads and ladies, I have a proposal to make. I want to be the first person from Kulak to get their song. On FM 104. The Spotify link for the songs on my TikTok bio. So here's a preview of the song. If you enjoy it, please tag FM 104. Thanks. So he wants all his mates to tell you. CY99 is his username. Connor Yates is his name. He's got hashtag Kulak, hashtag Ireland, at Dublin's FM 104. That's not how, like, that's not how people do things. No, normally they send you loads of emails. Yeah. <laughs> the neck of him. Wait, now, is there anybody else famous from Kulak? Any musicians? Um, Kulak. He said that no one else has been on it. I don't from know. From Kulak? It's got to be true. It's got to be somebody. Well, like, obviously, we've loads of people from Kulak on the radio over the yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, but like musicians. You know, win stuff and Instagram and musicians. I don't know. Well, now, do you know what? He, he's got bottle, he's got nerve. Let's do this. His song isn't bad. This is the thing. So, he's got 481 likes on his, uh, on his post, 50 comments. If... I think if we can get if he can get a thousand likes on that, nearly five hundred. Well, we'll share it on our TikTok now. If he gets enough likes, what can we make a pick of the week next week? <laughs> like it would be a pretty mad story that a dude yeah. calls out a station. Play me song, will you? I it's like actually alright. Like we did it with Steve Brown last year. We spoke to him. Yeah, up the noggin, up the noggin. So Kulak's answering back. I knew it would happen. I can't take this damage. That's the Connor Yates, I guarantee you someone's messing up. They're talking about you now! Connor Yates is getting buzzed by his mates right now. It's alright, isn't it? That's really good. <laughs> that's really good. Somebody listen to it. That like, doesn't sound out of place Jesus. on F104. Yeah. It's like, I, I, is it 24K goal? I don't know. It's, it sounds like, yeah. It doesn't sound cool, like. I don't mean that in a bad way. It's like, oh. he's Irish. He it, can rap. He has an international sound. He it's really produced. Does. That could be some French young lad. So... Go follow Loving him. that song, says somebody. What do you think, lads? Shane Lynch near Kulak. Should we help him out? Don't suppose you'd call him famous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Jerry Fish is from Darndale. That's, that's uh, not cool, though. That's Darndale. <laughs> Respect the borders and the boundaries. Loving this song. That's sure. really good. It's catchy, isn't it? Should we give him a chance? If he gets enough likes on his own TikTok, we'll, we'll share it now on 104s. Uh, if he gets enough loving from you guys, will we make a pick of the week next week? I think so. We could do something with it, yeah. Let's do it. Connor Yates, CY99 is his username. Let's see if we can get him to 1,000 likes. And for the first time ever, when you request a song on TikTok that's your own song, it could actually get in the radio. That's pretty cool. That's right. Give him some love, everyone. That's Con- cool. Connor Yates. Fair play to him. It's Evan 104. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.